What's up with you? What's up? I'm Ashley. And I'm Tania. And we are here again with another episode of Hue I Do. The podcast that says your bridesmaids need a Spanx. I came from. Oh, that's why. <laughs> so, how are you, Tania? Oh, you know, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. How are I, you? I'm about the same. I'm about the same, child. You know. Well, that's good. The Lord is faithful. Yes, He is, Lord. And His mercies endure forever and ever. You know, old people always just got like praise God, <laughs> <laughs> praise Jesus for like not to say no reason, but it's like we were trying to figure out what we gonna eat tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what you coming up with this is what you talking but about but you know what the lord always provides that is true that is true he makes a way out of no way speaking of ways out of <laughs> no ways <laughs> we talked to someone tonight that made a way out of no way through her bridal line her bridal apparel line because there was a lack there was a gap and she she filled the need and girls everywhere so thankful for it because she be having the bridesmaids snatched yes put together yes and the dresses got some stretch in it yes (laughs) because some of us lots of us (laughs) need that stretch (laughs) but um so tonight we talked to Ashley Young, who is the co-founder, co-owner, lead stylist, all things amazing with Bridal Babes, um, which is probably your favorite bridal apparel shop, especially bridesmaid apparel um, in terms of getting your girl's gowns looking right. And I mean, she has like cute dresses for brides as well. If, you know, you are looking for like a little... A little something something for the engagement party or maybe the rehearsal dinner or your batch. You know, she got some cute stuff for everybody, but mostly women of color because, you know, we shaped a little different. Just a tad. Mm -hmm. Just a tad. Mm -hmm. Probably not just a tad, but yeah, Mm -hmm. y'all know what we mean. More love to go around. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, um, y'all are going to enjoy this conversation because we're talking about what the bride should do to show love and respect to her bridesmaids, not just, you know, on the surface level, but like the things that us as brides should be doing to show how much we care and how much y'all mean to us from every aspect of the engagement. So enjoy. Hey, Hugh Boos, this is your girl, Tania. If you did not already know, I recently got engaged 4321. That's April 3rd, 2021. Your girl's engaged. <laughs> I am in the beginning stages of wedding planning, and to be honest, it has been overwhelming. Yes, being a co-host on Hugh I Do has helped a bit, but I did not know where to start. I did not know what questions to ask my vendors and how to navigate this entire process because it is a process. I was leaning on Ashley a little bit too much and I'm pretty sure she was 
possibly getting annoyed with me, but you know, she loves me. So I was excited when our good friends over at the Big Wedding Planning Podcast reached out and said, hey, we have a wedding planning digital course and it's everything that you need to plan your own wedding as a wedding planner would do it. As you know, Christy and Michelle are both wedding planners. And when I tell you they have literally walked me through every single process of planning and it's been absolutely amazing. So they have given us a deal for our listeners, $50 off the total price of the course with our promo code you I do. So head on over to the big wedding planning masterclass.com. Again, that is the big wedding planning masterclass.com and type in Hugh I do at checkout for $50 off. I promise you will not be disappointed. And we have a very, very special guest with us today. I'm so excited for all of you to get to hear our conversation with her guests. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, I would love to. Thank you so much, ladies, for having me here tonight. My name is Ashley Young. I am the lead stylist and co-founder of Bridal Babes, the first online bridesmaid and bridal boutique for women of color with curves, okay? So I am so excited to get into more about not just bridesmaid dress shopping, but also, of course, just wedding planning in general, bridesmaid drama in general, bridesmaid management. This is like my favorite thing to talk about. So I'm so excited. We are so excited to have you on here because we know there's plenty of our listeners that are going through this, navigating this. I mean, Tania, you're one. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully I don't have any drama, but yes, yes. <laughs> but, I mean, navigating and managing bridesmaids, one, you know, yes. There, yes, there's a lot course. there. So yeah, true, true. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you'll be taking all the notes. I will. Congrats, <laughs> by the way. Thank you. Thank you so much. You show off that bling? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So, Ashley, one, I love having another Ashley on, so... <laughs> This is like the second time, right? The second or third time? Probably. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Somebody from the 80s or 90s and like nine times out of 10, you're going to run into another Ashley, right? Exactly. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So tell us kind of more of the origin of like creating bridal babes because y'all's dresses, oh my gosh, compared to like some of these other like, you know, spots out here, you can really tell that these dresses are made for girls like us, you know? So tell us more about kind of like how that started. Yes, I'd love to. So um, it actually all started during my wedding planning process. So I had a challenge, right? I had girls of all shades, shapes, and sizes at the time my bridal party was seven. So that was like big for 2016, you know. Now we see like 15, 20 person bridal parties, like no big deal. But back then everybody was like, oh my God, you're gonna have all those people standing up to you. I'm like, yeah, those are my best friends. Like they're gonna be up there. But I also wanna make sure when they were standing up there, they looked good in the dress that they were wearing. I didn't want them to spend a whole bunch of money on a dress that they were never going to wear again. One that if they were single, they were not going to get one of the groomsmen or one of the wedding guests, you know, in some frumpy dress. So I wanted to make sure that, you know, it was a dress that they felt good wearing on that day. You know, it's not just about you as the bride, right? Like it's about your friends, your family, everybody just wants to have a good time. So um, when I was searching for the perfect dress for them, I literally could not find anything. 
And like I said, my girls are all shades, right? So I want to make sure it was a color that popped on all skin tones, right? They were all sizes. So I wanted to make sure that they didn't have to wear just, you know, some flowy, you know, oversized dress because they're plus size or curvy girls, right? And so I searched high and low. I found these dresses on a traditional kind of special occasion-ish site. Um, but of course, they didn't have all of the dresses that I needed in the size and the color. So I was calling them up like, please, you know, can you help me out? So finally, I got the dresses. I had to do a little bit of mixing and matching from different websites, um, but they all were able to wear dresses that they felt good in, right? And so my goal was accomplished and they were actually so affordable that I could cover the cost of because they were flying out to Mexico for my destination wedding, right? So I was like, they're already spending so much money um, you know, coming out to Mexico, let me see if I could actually cover these dresses. So that was another thing that I thought about when, um, you know, thinking about the concept for bridal babes, you know, could we find dresses that look good, but were also affordable? So if the bride wanted to cover them, she could, but if the girls had to pay for them, they weren't side eye in the bride. Like, I know you didn't make me pay $500 for this dress. Like, come on, like, this is not my wedding. So um, that was really the genesis of Bridal Babes. Um, and of course, as you all know, um, our story is, is kind of young, right? We've only been around for two years, but with the pandemic, with the shift to shopping, you know, online, with this need, right, for dresses for us, you know, women who want to be stylish and fashion forward, we mm -hmm. really have just boom. So we've been so excited. And I say we because um, most people don't know this, but my husband, Charles, is our co-founder. So oh, nice. it's been like by my side through the beginning of the process, like, girl, nice. you need to do this. Like, we got to get this off the ground. Um, so I like to always give him a shout out, too, because people are like, what? I'm like, yeah, you know, men be behind all these fashion companies. You know, sure. that. that is Why very not? true. That is very <laughs> <Yes>. true. <laughs> so that's okay. our story. <laughs> I love that, though. Yes. OK. And need when I've been looking, I've been searching, you know, not to beat now, but you know, all the dresses look the same. And I think your collection, it hugs all the places in the right. Am I saying that right? It hugs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it hugs everything right, you know, in the right spots. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And you know, I do have some single people in, in my lineup. So exactly. Exactly. You know, they could be looking good. Right. In dress. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So that's so true. Like I'm thinking about uh, a time I was in a wedding ooh, four years ago and just it was one of those places where you had to I mean you could do some customization if you needed to but most of the bridesmaids needed some sort of customization because either the top was fitted but the bottom wasn't or the bottom fit but the top wasn't and you know you rarely see well, before bridal babes, <laughs> you aren't really seeing um, dresses that really spoke to us, you know, like we have yeah. curves and we are shaped a little bit differently. And we, you know, I need a little stretch exactly. too. <laughs> yes. That's not going to do it. That no stretch satin. Mm -mm. Yes. Exactly. Mm -mm. Not yes. at all. Not at all. So we are so grateful for the two of y'all because these girls out here, like I told you, I've told you a thousand times. So I'm like in these Facebook groups, when they start asking about bridal, get, like bridesmaids dresses, I'm like bridal babes is black owned, <laughs> is, is, for, is like, is for us, is for us, start and stop there. 
(laughs) (laughs) So before we go to this or that, let's uh, get into your wedding a little bit. So 2016, you got married in Mexico. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why did you do a Desti? Okay, so I'm in the D.C. area, right? And so Mm -hmm. my husband and I are both from D.C., Um, I spent some time in Maryland, but he is like DC native, um, as they say, DC born, DC bred. And when I die, I'll be DC dead. He is like, go hard DC. Okay. So I was like, well, DC is super expensive. Can we maybe get married in Baltimore? And he was like, oh no, mm -mm, I'm from DC. We don't do Baltimore. We, we do. I'm like, are you serious? So, I mean, just the price difference between like DC proper and even like the suburbs, even if you're not in Baltimore, you know, was just so huge. And I was like, you know what? I might've just throw this all out the door. We're going to Mexico. It's going to be a party with all of our friends and family. We're going to stay down there for a week and spend as much money as we would spend getting married in DC. Um, And I had actually signed um, a contract with a venue right outside of DC. But once I saw like the resort, because we did the um, Dreams Riviera Cancun resort, Mm -hmm. I actually just saw another wedding there. And I was like, we need to go back. Um, And I just saw the resort and I was like, this will be just so much more fun and we're really like a laid-back couple um and I was like let's just do it let's get everybody on a plane I'm saying get but they pay for themselves um <laughs> let's get everybody on a plane um and head down to Mexico and it was the best time I would not have done it any differently I love that so much yeah. I wish I give a shout out Ashley I just remembered I had an all black wedding vendor group really yes Yes, because girl, I was trying to get into essence. I didn't make it though. (laughs) (laughs) But that's real. But I was like, you know what? I was like, they have to like pick up this story. It is so awesome. Like I thought they would be like head over heels. They weren't, but it's okay. But I had an all black vendor group. And you know what? Like after experiencing just like interviewing different planners from different backgrounds, it just, it was a different feel. You know, Mm -hmm. when I was talking to someone, you know, that looked like me and understood if I'm saying like, now, you know, they're going to be running on CP time. If I'm talking to somebody outside my race, they don't don't know. that is yeah what is you know so I mean it it was just like so great and I think that was another reason that you know I kind of thought about this you know having a bridal stylist right Mm -hmm. having a team working with you who understands people might be a little late on their payment so we gotta give them a fake date um people might not be comfortable with their size right um so we gotta talk to them about that ahead of time just things that are you know very specific to us as black women that people would not understand so I had to give a shout out to my vendor group I almost forgot that. <laughs> That's so rare though, even it now. Is. I mean, like there's so many, um, you know, there's so many of us that try, but it's like maybe 90% or maybe it's like 70% of the vendors, but you have to find a videographer that was not black or, you know, it's never makeup. It's never hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, it shouldn't be photography. <laughs> I, I don't, I, <laughs> I, I struggle with that because I'm like, you're black. Like, why did you get? But I anyway, have a coworker though who is black, and she did not have anyone that was black. Ooh. And yeah, not even makeup or hair. Uh, maybe makeup and hair, but everyone else. Wow. Was, yeah. So 
was, was that an intentional decision? Like, no, no, it was like a last minute thing. Um, I think we were still in the pandemic or no. I mean, well, technically we still are, but, yeah, but you know, like last but, year, yeah, fresh yeah, pandemic. Like, yeah. And I was like, Oh, yeah. I wish I would have known you back then because then girl, I, I got resources for you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but no, but that's truly important. Yeah. Ooh, wee. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. But I'm glad you were able to do that. I'm glad you had an amazing yes. wedding. And again, I'm excited for us to get into all this great bridesmaid conversation and all of that. But first, of course, we have to do my favorite thing, which is play a game of this or that, which we do every single week. Um, where you pick the option between this one or that one, and then you explain why. So because you're our guest, Ashley, you'll start, and then Tania will answer, and then we'll circle back. And so we have four rounds, as always. So to start, would you allow your bridal party to wear heels or flats, so giving them an option, or requiring that all of your bridesmaids have to wear heels? If I have a bridal party, right, um, and I know they're really picky, right, about, hey, I can't wear heels or, you know, I prefer to wear heels or whatever, I would probably choose a dress that does not show their shoes so that they can pick what heel height is most comfortable for them. Um, So my answer is I would allow them to choose. Great answer. (laughs) Tania? I would allow them to choose as well. Okay. Just because I know everyone's not comfortable walking in heels. And after 2020, people probably haven't <laughs> worn heels in like <laughs> a year and a half. I mean, I'm lying, but you know. But, but. yeah, <laughs> every now and then, like 10% of the time or like. Yeah, I was watching someone's Instagram and they were like, uh, I need to relearn how to walk in these because I haven't worn them in like a year. So and I get it. Granted, you know. I feel like you'll never forget, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Ooh, you gotta I should train your feet. To that is so true. Be in, in those hills oh for hours. So yeah, right, right. I got a pair of shoes that came in the mail today, and I was like, "Ooh, these are so cute." Then I was like, "These are not heels to walk in. These are like heels that you like put on real quick when you yes. <laughs> you know like the you're about to get your picture taken or whatever, and uh-huh. then you take them back off. You walk um, into the restaurant, you sit down. You get back up, go to the car, take them off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> or have like some slides under the table. But <laughs> Exactly. No, not the slides. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> where are those slides going to be? In your purse? Like, what? Well, look, I mean, it depends on where we are. But anyway, anyway. So I agree with y'all. So next round. Having all of your close friends as bridesmaids. Or offsetting some of your close friends to be greeters, ushers, or participants within the ceremony. (laughs) You know where that came from. (laughs) Go first, Ashley. So um, I think 2016 me would say put everybody in the wedding. But um, 2021 me would say break it up. Break it up. Because I think some Mm -hmm. people, even though they're your best friends, they don't want to be in your wedding because they have like family commitments and financial commitments and all of that. And so that's another thing that I really preach is like, 
at that bridesmaid proposal, let it actually be like, you know, hey, are you comfortable with doing this? Um, are you comfortable with the financial commitment? Like, I always make this joke, right? Like, there were a couple of people, especially 2019, right, who just had these over the top weddings, like girls wearing Louboutins required as bridesmaids. Ooh. If that's the case, like, you need to go ahead and let them know up front. Like, let's not stress them out. Or if you plan to go to Paris for the Bachelorette and everyone is required, your bridal party you know like <laughs> let them know so I just think like use that time in the bridesmaid proposal and then if you're going to have your greeters or whatever let them join too you know like we should all have fun and do a little hostess proposal with it too you know for your friends you know they got four or five kids they can't be a bridesmaid you know <laughs> they got too much <laughs> I can hardly be a bridesmaid I'm a bridesmaid by cousin Blair. I'm like girl like I don't have time to do this but <laughs> my best <laughs> but I have learned over time there are some people who would love to have a role who are going to be super mad if they're not up there let them stand up there and the other people who are like you know I got a lot going on let them be a hostess or a greeter or just an attendee of the wedding great great answer yes that's a good answer um, how do you tell those people uh, I'm going to make you a hostess and I'm going to make you a greeter like <laughs> you give them a cute little proposal box too hostess proposal box <laughs> I mean they could still be in the pictures it's yes. not like yes 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 shades. I'm telling you like especially I've just learned so much over like the last few years there are women who do not want to be in the wedding and yeah. they're just doing it because you know they think that you want them to and they're going to be a pain in the butt throughout the process because they're not going to be following stuff and like, I don't like this I don't like that because they just mad that they in the wedding <laughs> <laughs> no I get it um I'm going to choose breaking the party up and make some people breeders and hostess yeah gotcha mm-hmm I would completely agree as someone who had not or still has nine. <laughs> Whew, yeah, I didn't want nine. In my mind, I didn't think I was going to get there. So, um, <laughs> but kind of, you'll see. We still, you know, we got over six months to figure <laughs> some stuff Everyone out. Everyone has our dresses. So, so let people know, like, girl, you know, it's not, he couldn't make that many people. You know, he couldn't get <laughs> as many groomsmen. So go ahead and, you know. <laughs> Like, right. Blame it on him. Right, right. Not friends, right? Exactly. Like, I'm so sorry. It's not me. I promise. Tania, we'll get to that at another time. But <laughs> so again, we're all on the same page. Round three, requiring that your bridesmaids wear shapewear or not requiring that your bridesmaids wear shapewear. <laughs> Is the question over? Is that it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the question. <laughs> I think I only have some hanging up in here so I can like show people on the virtual consultations. So I say absolutely require it. It doesn't matter if you're real thin, mm -hmm. if you're a curvy girl, whatever, like everybody got a little something that they could suck in and smooth out. Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, I highly recommend shapewear. Okay. 
Absolutely. We don't need to see underwear lines. We don't need to see a little bit of cellulite poking through. Um, it will smooth out any of the rolls, any of the imperfections. And then it'll give you a little boost too, because my favorite is the um, Spanx that has like the built-in cups too. Mm. So if you want to put a little extra something in there to make you, you know, a little more shapely on top too, you can do that. It's not just for, so people just think, okay, if I'm X size or above, that's when I need to wear shapewear. But it's really for everyone because everybody, you know, wants to enhance their shape a little bit and smooth it out a little bit. So answer is yes, required. Love that. Tania? I agree because everyone, like Ashley said, a little bit of cellulite. <laughs> a little, a little no. this, a little that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, definitely shapewear. Okay. I agree for the same reasons. No matter what your size is, everyone looks good and clean with some nice shapewear, some good fitting and solid shapewear. Not don't be like me. I've, I've, I have the real good shapewear and I also have like the cheap <laughs> Target shapewear that's like $10 that doesn't really do much. Where's that? Where's that? I've never seen no, no $10 shapewear from Target. Yes. Yeah, I think Target has like a, I think they have like a Spanx brand. I think like it's an actual Spanx partnership, but it's like the cheap Spanx. So I, you probably in your head <laughs> think you're doing more than what you are because it says Spanx. But when you put it on, it's, I don't even think it smooths your panty line. And I think I know that from my engagement photos. Uh, <laughs> and like you said, you'll be thinking about it later on. Like, dang, I wish I would. Because then you yes. see yourself in the pictures and you're like, oh my gosh. Like, you know, that, that didn't look good. And that also goes exactly. to, we probably will get to this later, but get the right size dress too. Because if you're trying to stuff yourself in it, you're going to get that same effect of not having space because everything's going to be all bunched up and in weird places because you're trying to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, they were on to something with the slips. Yeah, there I don't you know if the slips. slips these days. So, yeah. <laughs> you're going to have us wearing slips. No. Okay. <laughs> no, my mama still wears her slip and I just be like okay mama mama does too I did find one I, I did? found one because I had like a skirt that was kind of see-through um uh -huh. I had to go to the thrift store y'all they don't sell them in the store anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah my mama got a couple so she'd be quick to over 10 years ago Mm -hmm. probably yeah. a little bit more than that <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> oh goodness all right I also agree with the spank so last round paying for your bridesmaids hair but not their makeup or paying for your bridesmaids makeup and not their hair oh gosh okay my girls beat me up about this because my recommendation is you spend all this money on the wedding you can pay for your girls hair and makeup right um but I understand everybody has different financial situations or different things that they want to splurge on, right? Because you want them fresh flowers. So you're not going to pay for your girl's hair. <laughs> right. You don't want silk. You want fresh flowers. And now you get, okay, I get it. Um, so I guess, I mean, I can't choose because for me, I would prefer that you do both. But if you're going to do one, they're typically around the same price point. So I'm good with either or. Can I say that? Yeah, you can. Ashley does it all the time. So, <laughs> uh, Tania, you do it too. So let's not even. 
Because anyway. I think they're both nice gifts. I prefer right. both. But if you could do just one or the other, I'm sure they would be grateful um, for either one. Gotcha. Okay. Tania? So I'm going to pay for their makeup and not their hair only because a lot of my bridesmaids, they're really picky about who does their hair. And to be honest, I'm going to let them do their own thing, I think. I mean, we're not there yet, but I think I'm just going to let them do their own thing with their hair, you know? Yeah. What do you mean by their own thing? How they going to do it the day of? I mean, it's up to them. I'm just trying to figure out if I'm going to like have them wear it down or up in a ponytail, but you know, like Ashley, like she has short hair. So, you know, I don't know. <laughs> this sounds so bad. I don't know if your hair can get into a ponytail. <laughs> straight? Well, <laughs> have you seen my hair straight? Oh, yeah, that is true. You not know about shrinkage? <laughs> Girl. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> but I don't know if you've cut it recently. No. Yeah, I know that, but I don't know if you've cut it recently. But anyway. No, I haven't. Okay, okay, okay. Well. You can't me, but. <laughs> might, might be natural and not want to straighten their hair. Exactly. Exactly. Don't want to put heat on their hair. So I like giving the option um, for what they want to do. Mm-hmm. But I guess my question is, are you going to have a stylist there on site for flyaways or little, you know what I mean? That's what I mean by letting them do their oh. thing. If they get their hair done the day before or the week before, whatever, they still got to go to sleep. And so what if somebody's yeah, face sure. curl doesn't fall right mm-hmm. or they got a really pretty updo done because that's what they wanted to do. They have like locks and they want to do, you know, some kind of updo or something like that. And now it's not falling right. So that's what I mean by it. you will have somebody else. You add into the budget, Ashley. You <laughs> add into the budget. <laughs> yeah, we have to cut some of those peonies. <laughs> that's your flower, too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I need a little bit of help. Unless you have somebody in the group who's like a spouse. Because, like, my mm. cousin slash best friend does makeup. Um, gotcha. So, I let everybody go get their makeup done, I don't know, somewhere else. But then we need the touch-ups or something like that. Then I can have her do the touch-ups. So, if you have somebody like that for hair... Um, that could work, but I just want to give you a heads up about the flyer. Yeah, you're right. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a jot that down. You're right. Um, yeah. Cause in the last wedding that I was in, there was someone granted, she wasn't hired to do the hair, but she touched up my hair cause she's a stylist and she has her own, um, her own business. And so, yeah. So yeah, you're right. You're right. But ooh, I'm going to find out where I can put that in the budget. So. Having heart palpitations. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're all good. Where you spend? So go ahead and just hurry up and get married, and then you won't have to worry about the list growing. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> so I think for me, I would allow everybody to pick their own or do their own hair or have their own hair done. That was the option I gave y'all before COVID anyway. I was going to pay for your makeup. And I was like, just put your hair in a bun. I don't care how you do it. I don't care if it's the middle part, side part, whatever. Slick back, a low bun. Because I felt like that's easy. Everybody could do it. Even the girls with the locks. You know, everybody could get their hair together. Now, I might change that for this year. But overall, I I don't think I care too much. Yeah, because I feel like you have you let them do their own makeup, then maybe Uh -uh. their faces don't look the same, and then you're you know like I think it's easier for your hair to even if the hair doesn't you know some folks have their hair down, some have it up, whatever. But if your face looks consistent, that's one thing. You know, 
Like yeah. I saw somebody in one the chat in one of the groups the other day complaining about how much uh brides bridal hair or bridal makeup is versus bridesmaids makeup. And everybody's having to explain to her like you're getting touched up throughout the whole day. They're spending more time on you. And she's just like, I don't care. I feel like I could just go on YouTube and okay. Go on YouTube and do y'all makeup. I said, I guess you want to look washed then. And then she got mad at me. So that was like, oh, I'm not about to get kicked out the group. You're going to get in trouble with the moderator. I know. The moderator's going to kick me out the group job. I was like, do you want to look washed? And she was like, I will not look washed. Okay. Okay. I'm like, don't be that cheap. Don't nickel and dime everything. Come on. But anyway, so that was fun, as always. <laughs> But now we're going to get into the meat of the conversation, all of that, um, because, you know, we've had episodes about the bridal party. We've talked to brides about their bridesmaids and we've talked about, you know, some of the just general details of like bridal parties and things like that. But we've never really discussed it from the angle of like, how does the bride view her bridesmaids? Like, what does that mean in terms of like how she proposes to them? What does that mean in terms of what they look like when they're standing next to her on, you know, her big day? And there's a lot of consideration about, of course, like what the bride looks like and what the bride's doing. But these women, mostly, sometimes men, are like investing a lot. They want to look nice. They don't want to, you know feel crappy especially because you're paying money for them to be in photos and if they're getting done up and all that they want to get some cute pictures off or whatever you know like this is as much as it is about us the bride and you know the couple there's still so much to consider about like the people that are up there with us because we have them up there for a reason so we should reflect that in how we treat them the whole engagement period so looking forward to all your answers to all these questions so Tania you can kick it off all right so if you had to pick five bridesmaids that are characters from tv shows or movies who would it be and why oh my gosh okay five characters from tv shows or movies oh let me do housewives of atlanta <laughs> All right, so hold on, I gotta think of five. Okay, we have we have Nini, <laughs> we have Kenya, we have Portia, um, Marlo, mm-hmm. and Tanya, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, the whole cast I feel like is just so funny. I feel like the turn up would just be on every single event, the bachelorette party, the engagement party, and they plan the best events. I mean, let's be honest. They always have like the hottest venues in Atlanta, the hottest designers. Like y'all remember Cynthia's wedding, right? At that museum. And then Mm -hmm. part two or whatever wedding she's on now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she was like I have to get married on 10 10 20 20 you know even though it's like COVID everywhere it's just that this right. wedding yeah. with the facial so they do not <laughs> let anything stop them um from celebrating and having a good time so I think they'd be great and they never turn on a vacation I've never heard anyone be like I don't want to go there so you're not gonna have any problems with the bachelorette party true um so yeah those are those are my girls that I would have <laughs> 
Wait, so I have a quick question just because I also watch the show. So you wouldn't pick Drew or LaToya? Okay, so I have not gotten to the new season. Okay, okay. I feel like they just have like an extra level of drama. Like, yeah, it's, it's, they do. I've been, I've been following the conversation, but I'm like four like episodes behind. I did not see the reunion. So okay. I feel like I cannot speak on them specifically. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, all right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are you thinking? Just tell me. Spoiler alert. Tell me what you think about them. <laughs> I mean, I haven't watched the reunion yet, so I don't even know. I'm kind of behind as well. The but... first episode of the reunion wasn't much. Okay. I mean, you know, it's like it usually just sets kind of the table. It's not like you don't go straight into. They haven't gotten to Bolo yet. Okay. Mm, yeah. that's where I stop that's where I'm behind because I have to find some time where I can watch it where the kids are not going right. to oh yeah 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 yeah. I was listening to a, a Real Housewives uh, podcast and they were saying the same thing they're like I felt so bad like watching this because I'm like I had to close the blinds make sure no, <laughs> nobody was like walking by because you know, yeah. that whole, like, those few episodes were, like, a lot. Yeah, that's why yeah. I was like, maybe if I just fast forward, I'll just have to, like, you know, figure out what happened after, like, piece the dots to get piece, piece the puzzle pieces <laughs> together myself or whatever. I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Ew, okay, well, that was a good answer. All right, so growing up, uh, how do you remember like bridesmaids being depicted on like TV or in like movies? Well, it was always the drama, um, which I thankfully did not have any of um, with my girls because I mean, we were so close and we had done so many weddings together. It was just kind of like clockwork. It was not a big deal. Um, but the drama and then, of course, the ugly dresses like they had to be in like these ugly pastel mm-hmm. um, tool frilly ruffle. I, I try to shy from saying tool because I did release a few pieces that are tool recently. And I know it's like very <laughs> anti tool, but not tool for bridesmaids. I'm not there yet for like bridal for like a cute little like high low number or just like tool on the sleeves. I'm good with. But like, nah, not the tool, you know, bridesmaid dress. That's that's not that's not for me. Um, but yeah, I definitely remember them not being stylish um, and always having a lot of drama. I remember the same, honestly, especially like I feel like shows in the 90s. They had those big, I guess they always like Southern style yeah. where it was like poofy and yeah. really very kind of antebellum kind of. And it's like, who who is who is making you dress like this? No, nobody's doing that. Exactly. Actually, somebody exactly. like mom or grandmom who was making them back then, right? Yeah. I don't even think they went to the store. Because I remember, like, I got a flower girl dress. I remember my mom, like, you're going to be in so-and-so's wedding. And she, like, got it from the thrift store. And I was like, ma, like... <laughs> Not the thrift store. I was like so excited for this like little cute princess dress, and it was like some whatever thing from the thrift store. Like I just feel like they didn't care um, yeah. about the bridal party back then and looking good. It was just like probably like yeah, just go find her a dress. My mom was being cheap. Like okay, I'll just go to the thrift store. <laughs> <laughs> and the color, like the colors were always just off. Like right, it'd be like a green or like this blue, and it and like it wasn't a pretty blue. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And they were always ugly. Like, 
I don't know if that was the intention. Like the <laughs> bridesmaid should always be in an ugly dress. So I don't know, but thankfully, I it was. I feel like it was really okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember like a, a few people um, would say, not obviously my clients, because my clients are super stylish and they want their girls to look good. But um, <laughs> you know, they would be like, "Well, I don't want her to look better than me. You know, I don't want her to outshine me." Like, because people would say that even about like somebody wearing white. And I had multiple people wear white at my wedding. I'm saying my wedding, our wedding. Um, but, you know, it was in Mexico's destination. Black people love to wear white. I mean, what are you going to do? Like, we love. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, but I was like, I wasn't concerned. I mean, they're not going to look better than me. I'm the bride. Like, I'm going to have a huge ball gown or a sexy fitted gown or a veil or, you know, all this. Stuff. How are they going to look better than you? How are they going to outshine you? Like, you know, right. I, I do feel like that was something that was common back then. And you still hear it nowadays, too, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Cause there's some bridesmaids that I'd be looking like they're, or like, like I look at their dresses and I'm like, Hmm, y'all could have found something a little bit more cuter or y'all could have found a dress that fits her a little bit better. But anyways, I'll say um, on the flip side of that though, sometimes I see the bridesmaids be like real bad and the bride sometimes washes away. <laughs> yeah. Like I think there is a fine line of like, you got to know what dress you going to pick so that like the attention will just remain on you. Cause like, yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm pitch- I'm thinking of like these two photo shoots. I'll say I've seen within maybe the last like four or five months where I'm like, they ate you. Like mm-hmm. you, 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 I, who, I ain't even paying attention to bride. She bad. She bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> the girls on our consultations i'm like what is your vibe what does your dress look like you know because we need to make sure that we're all on the same page as far as the look like they can't be uh black tie formal sexy you know split you know all this stuff you know bad shoes with the rhinestones on them and then you're just in some whatever dress as the bride right you know like y'all have to be going to the same place True. Exactly. Very true. Exactly. Yeah. So you're right. Yeah. Don't let them upstage you. But I, in my opinion, I'm like, you stylish. You should know, you know, that your dress has to be on point. If you're already coming to us for these bad dresses for the bridesmaids, I know you're gonna be really good. So I don't even normally ask, but you know, that's a good point. I hope they don't feel that way. And you know, that's another reason why we do the virtual consultation with just one person. Because when they're on a consultation and they have like all of their bridesmaids, sometimes they do get bullied. Um, yeah. So maybe that's what's happening with those shoots you're talking about. <laughs> that has to be it. Has to be it. So how soon should brides propose to their bridal party? Great question. So I like to line it up with when they need to purchase their dress. So if you want to make sure you give them a little bit of buffer before the time they need to purchase their dresses, um, because again, we're not talking about just going to blank blank store and get them off the rack you know as bridesmaids we're tra- talking about you know a boutique that you have to special order make sure you get your order in early so um i would say at that like nine month mark propose to them give give yourself a little bit of time for the engagement and everything to settle in for you to know what your vibe is right but y'all know you're supposed to be getting your wedding gown like 
12 months in advance, right? Like you're supposed to be a year out, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they're saying like nine months pushing it, you know, for alterations and special orders and all that, especially with COVID now, because a lot of the bridal gown manufacturers design here, but they get it manufactured overseas. So you don't want, you know, kind of delays or anything like that. So definitely not in 12 months for your gown. And then right after you select your gown, you should be selecting your girls. So um, your girl's gown. So I say bridesmaid proposal should be right around that nine month mark so that they have time to financially prepare for the dress, right? Um, all of that good stuff. Um, and then so they can be there by your side throughout the entire process. Like you're going to need a sounding board for so many things. And eventually your husband, I mean, I've heard of some groomzillas recently, but he might be over, you know, all of these bridal questions and do you like this? Do you like that? What color do you think? You know, so having like a few people and don't just abuse your maid of honor, right? Like <laughs> share the love, ask a few other people questions, you know, um, and just like, you know, have them there by your side throughout the process. So I say as early as possible, but still giving yourself a little bit of buffer to just enjoy your engagement, enjoy your fiance and celebrate. Oh, these timelines, Ashley, I'm behind. I'm super behind. Yeah. <laughs> you have a planner? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Well, she, she yeah. put you on track. She'll yeah. When you're behind. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> so, what are some like easy, low lift ways for girls to propose to their bridesmaids? Okay, so this is a really great question because a lot of people are not comfortable traveling. Um, right now. So the low lift proposals are super in. So what you could do, you could basically do a bridesmaid proposal box that you mail out to them. Um, so you don't have to have like a super grand event. I know a lot of people have been doing that lately. I love them, but I understand mm -hmm. there's some limitations now, um, whether it's COVID, travel, financial, whatever. So um, just put together like a, a cute box we, we may or may not be releasing one at some point this year, um, but put together a box that you can mail to them, have like a cute, you know, bride squad, bride tribe t-shirt, um, have the proposal card in there, you know, have a really sentimental letter to them. So not just the generic one, just like why you've chosen them. And then the other kicker, you know, put in some other cute stuff you can hide some champagne underneath of like some stuff, you know, you're not supposed to mail um, alcohol, but you can just hide it under some uh, of the stuffing. Um, just like, yeah, loaded with all these little fun gifts, you know, personalized things. But the kicker also is if you invite them to the Zoom, then y'all all get together, open your boxes together, talk about everything. And the most important thing to do during that Zoom is really set the expectation for what you want as a bride out of your bridesmaids. I think that is the most important part. So forget the gift, forget the, you know, cute uh, McBride sisters champagne bottle that you send them in the mail. Like make sure that during your proposal, you really get to like what you want. Um, because I just heard so many times from brides and bridesmaids, like, I didn't know she expected me to do that. Like she expects me to go to every single appointment with her. I don't have time to do that. Or, you know, she expected me to be able to respond to every text within 10 minutes or she was going to be pissed, you know? <laughs> so like, just definitely like setting expectations so everybody knows. Um, and I think that avoids a lot of the bridesmaid drama. That is so key because I think too, sometimes like bridesmaids are so excited to just say yes. Because, you know, they think of like, I'm standing next to you. 
and the bachelorette trip. And they think of like all these fun moments, but they're not thinking about the cost, the time, the commitment that's required. And I think sometimes as the bride too, we either aren't fully thinking all of that out or um, we're also so excited that it's just like, I just want you here. Not thinking that like you were saying earlier, she got three kids or she is six months pregnant. Like, yeah, how is all of this going to happen? Or, you know, she's finishing school. She lives on the other side of the country. There's so many things to like consider. Um, And giving them time, like after you send them the gift, after you have the little Zoom, you know, official bridesmaid proposal party um, where they're wearing the shirts and popping the champagne and all that stuff, like follow up with them, like with a phone call, you know, or if you want to meet up with, co- you know, coffee, drink, whatever, if you want right. to do the in-person thing and ask them like, you know, is this something that you really want to do? Don't just assume because they say yes in that moment that they're okay with it because it might be something that they weren't comfortable saying to you when it was in the big group setting or just comfortable proactively coming to you saying. So um, just giving them the opportunity to be like, okay, I know I laid out X, Y, and Z. How are you feeling about that? You know? Um, so I'm big on making sure people are comfortable with the commitment because it is a commitment. People forget that. It's like a part-time job, um, you know, being a bridesmaid. <laughs> For sure. So how should brides continue to show their appreciation for their bridal party throughout the engagement? So like we're past the proposal the rest of the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's, you know, small things like, you know, if you're, you know, if they're doing destination wedding, don't make them buy a $600 dress, you know, Um, or, you know, paying for something like their hair or their makeup, right? Um, I think that goes a long way. But in addition to that, just remembering that they're your friend first, um, or your cousin or your sister, whomever first, and your bridesmaid second. So what I hear from a lot of bridesmaids is like, she just only calls me to talk about her wedding, or she only calls me to ask me what's the update on this. But she has forgotten that like, I have so many other things going on in my life. Um, So I think just remembering like who they were to you before um, the wedding planning process um, is like, paramount um above all the gifts you can give somebody because you're annoying the heck out of them it doesn't matter how many <laughs> gifts you get up give up right. you know how many you know coffee dates wine you know you know dinner parties y'all go on like you just really need to make sure that you're still valuing them as a person um above just being a bridesmaid so so true <laughs> yeah you definitely want that friend after the wedding is over so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's why a lot of times bridesmaids are like okay I just need a minute you know after the wedding we just want to need like yeah. a month or two and so I'm like <laughs> I've been working for her she's been the boss I told you it's a part time job she's been my boss and she's been really mean you know <laughs> she's been a micromanager you know so yeah I definitely think you're you hit the nail on the head with that so how should you as a bride make your bridesmaids feel? I think you should make them feel like they are important and they are special um, and that you appreciate the sisterhood. Um, and that's why they have been selected. So that kind of goes back to, you know, what I was saying before, just remembering who they were um, to you prior to the wedding and then just being gracious, right? Because they are putting out a lot of time, a lot of money, you know, a lot of emotional support, you know, for you. So really understanding everything you're 
doing. So when you talk to them, even if they mess up or do something that you don't like, you know, <laughs> try to just like dig deep and remember, you know, they really are um, doing this for you um, and doing this to make your big day special. I agree. I hope you're huh? taking all the notes, Tania. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm also a therapist and a counselor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what expectations do most bridesmaids have regarding their wedding day look? Or, you know. Yes. Yes. I think a lot of times they're taking the cue from the bride. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do think that as a bride, it's so important just to have everything planned and laid out. So if you have a planner working with her, you know, to make sure that the schedule is what it needs to be for like them knowing the bridesmaid, knowing how early they need to wake up. A lot of times they don't know until like the day before they have to be up at six in the morning to start the makeup and hair schedule. Right. So um, working closely with your planner to make sure that they're aware of like, you know, the timeline for everything, um, the hairstyle, the makeup look, making sure they're aware of that way before so they can be comfortable with it. And if they're not, they should be okay to say like, you know, I don't think a red lip is really going to look good, you know, on me, or I don't think an orange lip is going to look good on me, whatever you select. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, just making sure you're in constant communication with them about the look and making sure you give them a preview before the big day, because you don't want them just showing up. And it's like, I didn't know that happened to me. I didn't know I was going to have a half up, half down swoop. Like, I didn't know we were doing all that. (laughs) (laughs) So I definitely think like communicate that to them beforehand I'm like okay it's not really my style but you know whatever you want girl you know <laughs> yeah um I remember being in the wedding and um a lot of the girls were a lighter shade than me and so you know they can wear like a like a it's a nude lip but it's like more on their color scheme mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and the makeup artist put it on me and I'm like uh-uh I'm not <laughs> this is not the 90s <laughs> <laughs> got like this shiny white you know like (laughs) yeah i'm like a new lip and i'm like uh no we gonna have to fix this like is it okay if i change it to like a light pink you know something that will complement my skin tone but i couldn't do what the light girls were doing no no yeah so thing that they have to consider because i'm in a wedding like that too and i was like look you don't have somebody who can do my skin tone it's not happening like i'm getting my own makeup artist I don't care if you're paying for it or not you're not gonna have me looking set up you know but, <laughs> exactly. but sometimes brides don't even know because this woman's wedding that I'm in she doesn't know the difference like and that's the thing that we have to remember because we're in the industry so we know the stuff to look out for mm-hmm. but you know a lot of brides this is the first time other than maybe like prom you know that they're getting right. dressed up dressed up you know um yeah. or doing something special occasion so um it is helpful you know to kind of have that over Open dialogue, so yeah. <laughs> Oof, thinking of Tania with that shiny, look. <laughs> it was horrible. I was like, I'm not walking down this aisle looking like this. I let people know sometimes. I like that you were like, no, it's just not happening because some people will just be like, okay, you know, it's fine. They're afraid to say something. Yeah. yeah, I was in a wedding like that once where everybody was like, she was not great. Like, we hate our makeup. We look like clowns but nobody <laughs> said anything to her like nobody said anything to the bride until afterwards and she was like i didn't know i ain't let my makeup be girl how you didn't like the makeup like but yeah nobody wanted to like shake the table or you know 
make anybody upset, especially on the wedding day. Because yeah, and then what do we do? Paying for it, let them know who the makeup artist is. You know, let them exactly. see the work that way they can say like, oh, I don't know, girl. Like they can give you a little hint. Like it's, this is not gonna work out. She doesn't see, don't sign the contract. You know, True. yeah, <laughs> like, right. Like let your bridesmaids be involved in some of those decisions because sometimes you know it could help save you from a horrible moment where you've signed a contract with someone who's not even good. Mm-hmm. That's real. And we're all impacted by this. You right. know, as bridesmaids, she beating our face too, or right. her assistant is, and they all they all have the same style. So exactly. Exactly. Ooh. Okay. So what should brides consider when thinking about their bridesmaid aesthetic? Hmm, that's a good question. So um, I think we talked about the overall vibe of the wedding, right? And so making sure that matches the overall vibe. Um, and then I think it's, you know, being cognizant of, you know, what we call, you know, our girls of all shades, shapes, and sizes, right? And so um, choose a color that's going to look good on everyone's skin tone. So if you have a range of skin tones, make sure it's complementary, right? Um, if you have girls of all different sizes, um, then, you know, think about doing a mix and match look where, you know, they have the opportunity to get a style maybe that has the straps because, you know, maybe, um, you know, they're a little bustier, so they need more support or something with draping because they're trying to, you know, suck in, you know, the midsection or whatever. Um, and just giving people options because not everybody's comfortable with the off the shoulder look, for example. Um, so I think giving them that opportunity and then thinking about their style as well. So what really complements the style that they normally, you know, have for their their dress, right? And so I think being able to mix and match and really consider um, those things are so helpful. All great points. I didn't think about the the busted girls needing oh, strap. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we have a new dress that we released, two new dresses that we released, and like we cannot keep them in stock because the girls are not used to having that as an option. You know, something where you can actually wear a bra. It could be a, it has to be a deep V bra, but you can actually wear a bra. And so if you are bustier, you need that additional support. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel like you're falling out of the strapless dress, you know, so um, makes a difference. <laughs> For sure. So when should brides start thinking about their bridesmaid aesthetic? Uh, that's around that nine month mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Month nine. So we're going to give y'all nine through 12 to get your venue together, your bridal gown, your florist, your photographer, your videographer. And then um, month nine, we should really be hunkering down on, you know, who's going to be in your bridal party how much they need going to, they're going to need to spend, what they're going to be wearing, all of that good stuff. So that's actually when I recommend that we do the virtual consultation, um, really to start digging into that so that your girls have at least um, four weeks, but we like to say like six to eight weeks really to prepare, um, you know, and get their money together for the dresses. Um, so everything kind of backs out into that timeline. So... Considering all budget types, what gifts should the bridesmaid or the bride give her bridesmaids the day of outside of just kind of like hair and makeup? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I think something sentimental. 
um, is so important. So I always tell people like, you know, you can give people to death. Like everybody has a bracelet. Everybody has a, you know, this or that. But I think something sentimental. So um, if you're going to give them a bracelet, make sure that the little box is and has like a really nice note from you, right? Or um, something to commemorate the day. Um, so I would say that I used to love going on like Mark and Graham. I'm not sure if y'all are familiar with them. They're like part mm -hmm. of the Pottery Barn, I think, family, but just mm -hmm. getting personalized stuff, like with their, you know, initial or whatever. And they're going to love that. But I think, you know, the most important thing is having like a, a really um, heartfelt note or message to them, you know, thanking them for everything that they've done. No, but I was going to add to that. Um, make sure that the bridesmaid's gift won't break before the end of the day. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> personal. <laughs> no, only because I was given some earrings and the earring broke. And then also I received like a bracelet and it broke. And I'm Wait, like, was it supposed to be for you to wear that day or? Yes. Oh, not the earrings breaking. Yes. So, y'all, spend a little money on your bridesmaids. I know the wedding, you know, like, I know that it, it can get expensive. But if you're listening to this now, go ahead and start purchasing the gifts just so it's not included in that you know yeah in that budget like right so make sure it's let me choose on and then giving your girl some rinky dink you know claire's right and you like i thought you said you were on a budget but you you were not jimmy choose like i don't understand hello <laughs> i think sometimes folks forget that like you can start thinking and buying this stuff now like yeah, you don't beforehand. have to wait until the month before two months before like especially if you do want to buy something that is a little pricier because you want it to have some staying power you want them to be able to get multiple use out of it mm -hmm. like okay it might be a 40 dollar bracelet mm -hmm. you might have nine bridesmaids every month like quality places that you can go to find these gifts yeah uh, like you said just just save up for it exactly. yeah please please because every wedding that i've been in and it hasn't been many but yeah the jewelry does not last y'all and if you and don't do jewelry buy them a nice bottle of champagne or a nice bottle of wine you know if you're not gonna exactly. do exactly can't afford it but that's true don't give them something that's just like whatever yeah, that was yeah. a good point. And I'm pretty sure people can relate. There has to be someone out there that can relate. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yes. All right. So what is the risk in letting your bridesmaids pick their own dresses or do their own hair and makeup? And I kind of think that we kind of <laughs> sort of touched on this before, but, you know, but let's remind them again. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> So definitely a risk in letting them do their own hair and makeup because it could just be a hot mess. Um, and like you said, you're spending a lot of money on your photographer. Like, let's make sure everybody looks put together and cohesive. Um, you know, we talked about the different hairstyles. I'm totally into different hairstyles, just like I'm totally into different dress styles, you know, based on everyone's taste. But make sure that you still have somebody there to touch them up and make sure that it looks good the day of because we all want flyaways or hair sticking up or whatever, because that's going to ruin your photo. And your photographer is going to be mad because now he or she has to do all this editing to get it right. And then as far as selecting the dress, I am all for your bridesmaids selecting their own dress. 
But I think it's important that the bride first knows what she's comfortable with from a color perspective, right? Because if they're picking their own dresses, whether they're from um, the same store or a different store, the shades are going to be different. So I've heard of, you know, brides or I've, you know, talked to different brides who have said like, okay, I'm fine as long as they're all in, I don't know, emerald green. But they'll, you know, some of the bridesmaids will be buying their dresses from us in emerald green, might be buying them from another store in emerald green, and then the shades are not all exactly the same. And the bride is like, why are they not matching perfectly? Well, you didn't get them from all the same place or the same collection to ensure that they're all the same color. So if you know you're the type A bride, make sure when you're choosing or allowing your girls to choose their style, um, you have confirmed if you are okay with a little bit of differentiation in the color palette. I love differentiation in the color palette, but my type A brides don't typically like that. Um, so that is the first thing with selecting the different styles. Um, and then the second tip I have on selecting the different styles is really firming up the number of variations based on your bridal party, right? So if you have 12 people in the bridal party and, you know, you select 12 different styles, that's going to look a little strange, right? So I would say if you have 12 people in your bridal party, try to narrow it down to like three, maybe four max styles, and then let them choose from those styles. So um, definitely have styles in mind and just let them choose instead of just letting them just go crazy and pick whatever style they want, you know, throughout the internet and all the, all the stores in the world, you know, because it'll just be all over the place. It makes a lot of sense. It I does. think that's what Ashley did. <laughs> it's been so long, girl. <laughs> yeah, like you gave us like eight or nine I choices. I think I did. Yeah. yeah, same color, same store, but, but it was like different yeah. styles. Yeah. yeah, like some well, with sleeves, some with a slit. Some because <laughs> y'all, some of y'all were like, "I gotta have a slit. I gotta have a slit." And I'm like, "Okay, let me see if there are dresses that I like <laughs> have a slit that match a certain style." Because I was like, "I don't, I didn't want y'all to wear a dress similar to what I was going to pick." for myself or what I was going to wear. I know some people do that though. They might have like their bridal party in a muted version of the dress they're wearing. No, mm -hmm. I don't want y'all in a dress like mine by any means. So yeah, that's right. I did do that. I think definitely controlling it. So like giving them the options, um, not letting them just go everywhere and pick the dress. Cause then, you know, the other thing is now you have to approve all these dresses. So you already have this long to-do list on top of your personal life and your work life. You have another to-do list for weddings. Um, and now this is adding to it. You know, they have to send to you which dress they selected and what they want to prove, like all of this. So I say try to keep it as simple as possible. So final question, what advice do you have for a bride that is about to select her bridal party? I would say be very intentional about who you select you know there are so many people that you can choose from right friends family co-workers associates all of that in-laws some people feel like they have to have their in-laws in the wedding we didn't feel that way but some people feel like they have to um but <laughs> um side note my dad was a little upset that my brother wasn't in the way I'm like 
dad, I have so many brothers. Like, this is just ridiculous. They would take over the entire party. But anyway, um, <laughs> so I would say just, yeah, be very intentional, right? And don't let family pressure or friend pressure, like I was just saying, you know, determine who you're going to select for your bridal party. Because this is really supposed to be your ride or die crew who is down to help you throughout the entire process. And like I said, it is a commitment. It is a part-time job. And you want people who are applied to the job and are excited to be there. You don't want that, you know, disgruntled employees like, oh, why am I here? So um, definitely think about personalities, um, how everyone's going to mesh together. If you have people from just like different areas of your life, you know, college, family, you know, post-college, my childhood friends, and they haven't met together um, or met before, make sure that you get them together so they can kind of mesh and bond because they are going to have to work together a lot over the year plus or minus, if you're trying to do it quick, um, you know, that they are together. So I think that is just um, important to consider as well, but be, be very intentional about it. Great advice as always. <laughs> Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. This has been like so fun. <laughs> I love talking weddings. So I appreciate you having me on your show. Oh, we were so no excited to have you. We're not going to let you go just yet. Yes. Oh, right. Um, do my shout out. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So we are moving into the wedding vendor love. So Ashley, who would you like to shout out this week? Um, I guess this is my disclaimer. Y'all know I love a lot of vendors. I have worked with so many vendors. You know, prior to my wedding, my prior life before Bottle Babes, I worked with Kumbi at it was called Al Perfect. Now the um, blog is called Perfect. So I just I've worked with so many people. So I have to get that disclaimer. So I don't want anybody to be mad at me. But my shout out for the week would be Vivian of Vivid Designs. Um, she is one of the florists that I've been working with closely, very closely over the last year. And she's wonderful. Um, and her designs are always on point. She did the designs for the Secret Guarded collection that we just released. And she's just so amazingly talented. And she just juggles so much. And she never gets flustered, um, which I love because I am like super on top of things and she does not mind me. So I appreciate that. My next uh, vendor love would be Yodit of um, Favored by Yodit. Um, she is one of the first Bridal Babe supporters. I showed her our original designs and she was like, oh my God, can we start renting these to my brides because they need them for their engagement shoots? And I was like, girl, I haven't got them out of production. These are just samples. Um, but she has just been a supporter from day one. Like I said, in my previous life, working with Al Perfect. Um, so I definitely would give her a shout out. And the same for Mahalia of Say Bell Events. Um, she is always down to plan, to brainstorm any um, upcoming, you know, events that I have. She's another, you know, day one supporter. So definitely um, want to give her a shout out too. She has amazing personality. She's now a TikTok queen. Um, she has blown up. Nas actually reposted like one of her TikToks that she did recently. She's from Queens. So that was like, that made her day. <laughs> yeah, I, those would be my three. I'm happy you gave me a number because I was just <laughs> going <laughs> <laughs> well that's good we love real candid and honest vendor shout out so that was just perfect um so ashley who would you like to shout out this week on this week's episode of uidu ashley me i'm going to shout out 
my new wedding videographer, Catherine Vargas. If you are based in the Atlanta area, you might be familiar with her work. Um, Catherine is simply amazing. She knows how to capture the style and romance of all sorts of couples, all ethnicities. She is a woman of color as well. Um, and she just has a really, really great personality. Um, as many of you know, Ed and I um, eloped last year, but we were still planning on having our wedding equivalent this year. So some sort of ceremony or renewal or what have you. And we lost our venue. So by losing our venue, we actually lost um, the date, which meant we had to find a new date, kind of start over. And in that, we lost some vendors. So with that being said, we had to find a new videographer because that was very important to me. And she is just so sweet, so great. I love her work. I highly recommend her. And yeah, that's that. Catherine Vargas of Catherine Vargas Films, husband and wife duo. Her husband works with her. And that is who I'm shouting out this week. Tania, who would you like to shout out? Yeah, so this week I'm also, well, kind of sort of in the same vein. Um, I'll be shouting out a photographer. He's based out of Orlando, but of course he does travel. Um, his name is Raji Rush. He recently shot the wedding of Ask Dr. Niche. If you don't know who Ask Dr. Niche is, she is an optometrist and she's based out of Florida. Raji and his wife actually was the photographer for this wedding and they did a beautiful job. But I just love the fact that, you know, he does great work. He's a God-fearing man um, and he does this with his wife. So, um, yeah, just want to give a shout out to him this week. Very nice, Tania. I think if you are a person of faith or a Christian that does have a strong relationship with God, you should probably find vendors that are aligned as well. Because even if you're stressing out, they might be all on the same page. So they might be able to give you some good words, mm -hmm. encouraging words that kind of get you back together. Exactly. Exactly. They may pull you aside and be like, let me pray. Let us pray, because sometimes that's needed, For especially during the wedding. Oh, yeah, yes. it sure is. So, Ashley, again, thank you for coming on. Before you go, where can people find you? Um, if they want to know more about Bridal Babes, peruse the site, or just learn more about you, where can they go? Yeah, so I say if you want to learn about us, the first thought would be our Instagram. That's where you get to know like our personality, our story, as well as our offerings and see, you know, some of our clients in their bridal based pieces. So that is at bridal babes on Instagram. And then you can head over to our website, www.bridalbabes.com. Co, not .com. If you go to .com, I think you'll just get an error page. <laughs> but um, .co to see our latest collections. As I mentioned, the Secret Garden collection is the collection that we launched for spring, summer. So champagnes, blushes, emerald greens, just amazingly beautiful dresses um, and a bunch of other dresses on there too that everyone loves. So um, bridalbabes.co is where you can shop today. Very, very nice. Yes. 
So, Tania, where can people find us? Yeah, so you can find us on com. You can also find us on Wed on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn. And you can find Ashley at Demitosh on Instagram and Twitter. And you, you can find me at Belsari on Instagram and Twitter. That's it. That's right. And if you made it this far, you know what we always ask for. Please head to Apple Podcasts and give us a review. Even if you're not listening there, we'd appreciate it so much. Ashley, thank you so much. I feel like we'll want to have you back on the show at some point. This Um, was so much fun. (laughs) It was. was fun. And I like doing the podcast with like more than one person too. Um, it's nice to have like that group dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> so I just hang out with my friends. This time I'll have my drink with me. Um, yeah, basically. <laughs> power, yeah. <laughs> that is a good idea. <laughs> that is a good idea. We do need to start implementing that, Sunia. <laughs> like, bring bring your glass of wine. You know, it's your wine down. It's after work. You know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Answers then. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Again, thank you. Um, and have a very, very great day, great week, and we'll see you next week.